Hello. Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please, come closer. Uh, too close, a little too close. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Disney Brit Radio Show. Uh, we've been away a while. We've had so many technical difficulties with Skype basically destroying the world. But we're here, episode 227. And to start off with this evening, we've got less people, but more people will be joining. And I'll explain why in a moment. So to start off with is Katie. Good evening, Katie. Hello, a long time no speak. It has been a long time no speak. And hello, John. Bonsoir, my British chums. So where are you from tonight? That was my very best impression of Eurotrash. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was very where, good. Where is your... We haven't even discussed Eurotrash before we started the show. Bonsoir, my British chums. <laughs> 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 that was oh. the 90s, for all of those that you remember the 90s. It's going to be one of those nights. So, um, the reason Susan's not here yet, she is joining us. Gareth's out with his wife uh, celebrating her birthday. How dare he? Um, I know. God, um, imagine being born today. How rude. Yeah, I know. It's rude. Um, So, he won't be with us, but Susan will be with us. But the reason Susan's not with us to start off with is because the first half of today's show, we are going to discuss all things Endgame because we are now allowed to do so. So, that's exactly what we're going to do. And uh, all of us have seen it, except for Susan. So Susan still she's wants, rubbish. Susan still wants to avoid spoilers. So she's like, I'm not doing the end game discussion, but I will come in later. She's had now. a week. I know. She's had. I don't know. She's had we two weeks. We gave her a week, didn't we? She's well, had no, two no, weeks. No, oh no, she's yeah. too busy off swanning around, having desserts and going to but openings then, of dessert restaurants and stuff. But then last week we said to her that we were recording, obviously this week because of technical issues with Skype last week, and we said, right, Susan, you've now got one week in which to go and see Endgame. So you can discuss it with us, and she ultimately failed to do that. So um, I can't believe she has not managed to see this yet. So I can't believe her. Is she still avoiding spoilers? Can I though have to say? Do you know what? I didn't see Infinity War straight away, and I managed to avoid spoilers. That's yeah. The thing is with Infinity War is at no point did anybody turn around and say you have to keep this spoiler free. Do not. There wasn't like a spoiler ban on that one. Uh, whereas obviously there was the Russo brothers said, absolutely said, you know, you cannot say anything with regards to this. You must keep it absolutely quiet. And in fairness, I think the world did pretty well. So well done, all of you. Yes, I, well done, you know, the world. Yeah, I I honestly think that you know people were pretty good at that. Uh, I actually seen people tweeting and they were saying, um, how come it's okay for people to spoil Game of Thrones but not okay for people to spoil Endgame? And I was a bit like, well. First of all, it's not really okay. It's not okay. <laughs> and second of all, maybe the people that produce Game of Thrones should have put out a really good hashtag like "Don't spoil the end game." Yes, and also Thanos um, demands your silence. And also in Game of Thrones, other than one episode so far, there's very little to spoil because it's all gone a bit slow. So there you go. 
so there's not there's not much to spoil. I'll be honest. It's not a good time to say spoiler alert. <laughs> so, oh yeah, spoiler alert for Endgame, by the way. If you've not listened, yeah, if, if you've not, not listened, seen it, if you've not then, seen it, um, then now is the time pushing, to. Press, yeah. Is it thirty seconds? Fucking half an hour. Just keep going, keep going, keep going, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and then obviously we will come back to to talk about Avengers. So this is. Um, basically a spoiler allowed zone now with regards to to avengers so um how many times have you seen it john once seen it once i have as well i'd like to have gone to see it again but i've just like, oh, not I really had to. chance but susan you've katie. seen it katie Duh. susan's not seen it susan's not seen it, susan's not seen it no, at all I've katie seen it you've twice. seen it twice haven't you yes so, so i've seen it once just standard normal 2d and i've seen it once in 4DX, which is like moving seats, effects, water, wind, snow, the works. Now, I'm dubious about this because these films are not made with this 4DX in mind, which means a little bit like when you go to the Discoveryland Theatre in Disneyland Paris, they put a film in and they make stuff happen to fit with it. And I kind of feel like this is like Cineworld's version of that. So does it actually work or is it just a complete con? I really, really enjoyed it for this film. So I think I wasn't sure I was going to because I'd previously tried a different similar thing called D-Box that Cineworld also do. Right. And I tried that for Ant-Man and the Wasp, so another Marvel movie. And I didn't really like it. It gave me a headache. Um, And that's where the seat moves about, but it's not... And it kind of vibrates and jolts you around, but there's not kind of other effects in it. But the 4DX, is it's in 3D and then the seats do move but they're less shaky and there's things like water sprays in your face and there's wind and at one point there was snow and it was actually really good the only bit of it that really didn't work was the snow um so there was a bit where Black Widow and Hawkeye are on Vormir before the big moment and it's the weather's not great and snow um, and I could just hear this noise, and I was like, "What is that?" And then realised that it was a snow machine in like one corner of the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> so that, and it was the noise of it kind of overshadowed the audio a little bit. So that was the only bit of it that. Oh God! It's the most uh, one of the most tender moments as well. You've got <laughs> <laughs> the background just yeah. going on. So that was the only bit that really didn't work. But the movement of the seats was really cool. Especially there was a few bits where they were like in space, and the movement was really cool. Um, okay. And the water effects were really good. And there was a button that you could turn the water off if you didn't want to get sprayed. The only bit that was a little bit like, wow, with that is there was a couple of times where there was like a water effect, but it wasn't really water on the screen. It was more like a blood splatter. Yeah. Oh, nice. So that was a bit like, oh, like, but it was, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And actually, I'm, I'm glad I saw it just normally the first time because I think it would have been distracting. Yeah. When I just wanted to see the story, but if you saw Endgame and really enjoyed it, it's worth going to see it in the okay. 4DX. Right, so I might have to do that then at some point. That's fair enough. Okay, so let's get to the meat and drink of all of this then. So Avengers Endgame, um, what people are saying is the end of, end of this phase of the cinematic universe. It's not because we've still got. It's Spider-Man. not. It's that's just the end of the Infinity Saga. Yes. Yeah, so we've got. Yeah. Um, well, technically, technically doesn't end until far from home no far from home is is technically what kevin fain has said far from home is the official end to this phase 
of the Marvel Universe. Yes. Um, so, previously to the film coming out, a trailer came out for Far From Home and it seemed like Spider-Man was on a bit of a road trip and he's going to come up against Mysterio and, you know, he's going to have to fight him. But now, we understand, with a new trailer that's come out, that obviously he has lost his mentor, uh, Iron Man, and now he is looking towards somebody else to try and help him and he Nick Fury tracks him down because he's needed in an alternate universe right so can I can I just point out something I've already noticed there's a plot hole go on at the end of Endgame spoiler at the end of Endgame when they're all at Iron Man's funeral yep I love you 3000 and it scrolls back through everybody yep at the back is Nick Fury. Yes. However, in Spider-Man Far From Home, Spider-Man, or Peter Parker, is only meeting Nick Fury for the first time. How is that possible when they were at the same blooming funeral? Maybe they didn't talk to each other at the funeral. But surely he would have known it was Nick Fury. Well, but there's only like... Now, it was only like... At the back that's what I was about to say. Is it, that funeral. is it that Fury snuck in at the back and nobody knew? I'm not convinced. That would be. They that, all had their back to him. I think that would be the the argument that he snuck in and no one knew was there. It's a weak argument, I admit, and I do think you're right. Um, now, there's a few other things in Endgame that I need some answers with that um, that confuse me, and I think there's a little bit. This is a little bit of convenience. Number one. Let me try and help. Try and help. Spider-Man. Okay. Obviously, mm-hmm. disappears off the face of the earth for mm-hmm. five years. Mm-hmm. And then comes back to school mm-hmm. and carries on as if nothing's happened, along with mm-hmm. what it seems like everybody else in the school. 50% of the population disappeared. Yeah, but it seems I like only everybody. Most of the people that are back are. It just seemed like were, everybody in his high school vanished. were part of the 50%. I asked the same question, and, and that was, like, was the only answer I could yeah, come up with, was, like, was that yeah. they'd been dusted. That's what they it were was. Being part of the vanished. Yeah, yeah. I just very confused. I was like, that just that's a bit convenient. The whole of his school. Maybe school maybe that'll be cleared up in Far From Home. Potentially, right. My next one, and this is it. Okay, now answer this one for me. Now, according to uh, Captain Marvel, she mm-hmm. is the first alien in the Captain Marvel film. She is the first alien that comes to Earth and the first alien that we see. Right now. With that in mind, and with that then bringing the Tesseract down to Earth with Goose and all that sort of stuff, if that is the case, how does Stark's father have the Tesseract at what was the preliminary shield if we didn't know aliens exist and we didn't know the Tesseract exists till the 1990s in Captain Marvel? I've not seen Captain Marvel, so I can't answer that question. You've not seen Captain Marvel? No, I've not seen Captain Marvel. It's good. Come on, you need to sort that out. I don't know if I know the answer Uh, to the question. Whoa, 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 whoa. I feel that you're misdirecting your anger. It should be aimed at Susan, who's not seen Endgame yet. Yeah, well, yeah, she knows. Way more important than watching Captain Marvel. She knows. No, I disagree. Captain Marvel, awesome movie. Oh, Captain Marvel, who's supposed to play such a... Oh, you need to see Captain Marvel. It's... She's going to play such a huge role in Endgame. <laughs> well, she does. She's in it for eight minutes. Yeah, but she does play a big role. She does come along and kick ass. And, and her movie is amazing. So that is true. I'm not taking that away, but, but I just don't... I think they bigged her up to be something... To yeah. play a role in Endgame that she didn't end up playing. She's not... 
you, it's not pivotal that you see Captain Marvel before you see Endgame. No, because and I it, think that's know. because didn't they record Endgame before they'd recorded Captain Marvel, or they recorded some of her bits? Yeah, they must have done. In Endgame before, I think they were hedging their bets because they didn't know how big Captain Marvel was going to be. Yeah. So right. I think they were kind of hedging their bets a little bit. They didn't want to like overplay her. She didn't. Oh, she wasn't in it. Yeah, she wasn't in it a lot, definitely. but she had quite a vital part. If anything, you would argue um, a little bit of a tenuous, like, oh, what a surprise. Um, oh, we've got out of this without even trying, sort of thing. Uh, but, um, yeah, she was important. But you're right, you haven't got to have seen Captain Marvel to have seen that. Although Captain Marvel is... One of the things I liked about Captain Marvel is the fact that it just linked together a lot of previous stuff from the Marvel yes, Universe. Yes, uh, And I would fun. now quite like to see a, another Captain Marvel movie that shows what she was up to while Endgame was going on and she wasn't yeah. there because I it must suspect. have been yes, seriously <laughs> bad if it was yes. worse than Thanos. Okay, where have you I been? suspect that'll be the sequel. Yeah, I hope it's, it is. It was the point where she went, where have you been? And she went, well, your universe isn't the only one that needs saving. I was like, I'm sorry, what? Are you not going to give us more than that? You're just going to skip around this? I've been saving That's why I want the, I the like, next yeah, movie to be, be that because it must have been pretty serious and pretty bad for a not so, short let's go through the shock twists what did people think was coming did anybody work any of this out there was anybody a couple of bits that i thought beforehand so i thought that they were gonna defeat thanos really early in the movie yeah because i thought that they'd already seen a movie about the build-up to them yeah meeting and beating well they didn't beat thanos in infinity war so i, I I guess that that bit would happen quite early, and I guess that there would be some kind of time travel elements to it. I didn't know yeah. exactly how that was going to play out and how that was going to work. Um, I didn't. I knew that there was going to be a major death, but I thought it was going to be Captain America. Yeah, I was the same. Yeah. I see. I thought it was going to be Hawkeye and Captain America. I saw Hawkeye sort of going because I thought to myself that, there were, that Hawkeye obviously has been out of the universe a little while, so he was kind of expendable with regards to... And we all know that um, Black Widow's having a own movie, yes. which has to now be a prequel. Which is going to have to be, and I think it's going to probably be her going from Natasha, the, the sort of Russian agent, to Black Widow. It wouldn't surprise me if... Because the, the Russo brothers have confirmed that she is... She's done dead yeah so which is sad it is She's sad. Dead. it is sad news uh i didn't ex i didn't see her death at all i genuinely didn't think that was coming um, no no i, I thought it was going to be hawkeye yeah i thought hawkeye was going to go um i i again like you i thought captain america's days were done uh in the sense that he was going to die not the fact that he was going to time travel and then become old and not be um i also thought that bucky was going to become captain america yeah, but I thought um, that was a weird, weird well, choice. Yeah, because because in the comics, in the comics, they both becomes, do it. Though, yeah, don't they? so in the comics, it's Bucky and then it's Sam. I uh, think for the for the Marvel MCU movies, Sam was the perfect choice. I think he was the more obvious in the sense that he's better known than Bucky is, but um, I kind of thought that maybe. But I think we've seen Bucky be bad as well. Yes, well, we've seen he, he was bad in comics as well, so it's not necessarily a, a stretch from what happened in the comics. I was just kind of surprised that they, they missed him out a little bit. But 
not overly surprised. Um, Gareth's just sent me some questions, actually, and he? that kind of relates to one of the questions that he's, he sent me. Okay, oh, so he's having such a lovely time with his wife, he had time to send the questions. <laughs> 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 do you, you want to know what his questions are? Yeah, Should we do that in a yeah. minute? Love you, Gareth. So his first question yeah. is, why can't they just go back and bring in Natasha from another timeline like they did with Gamora? Is it just because morally they'd be taking her away from other realities' versions of themselves? I would say yes. Yes, I would say yes. Yeah, I think so as well. Because also, where is Gamora now? Like, she wasn't there at the end. She disappeared, yes. Where is she? Well, I think this is where Guardians 3 comes in. And I As think Guardians of, of the Galaxy. Yeah, I think Guardians. The search for Gamora. Is going to Which, to do by the way, is a Gamora. comic. Yes. Yeah, it is an actual As comic. Guardians of the Galaxy actually exists. Yes. Yeah, they have to call it that. That would um, be great. So, yes, I think, uh, I think it's going to be Search for Gamora. As far as I'm aware, Katie, uh, Guardians 3 has already been written. Yes, it has. And does not include Thor. Does not include Thor? Does not include Thor because Guardians 3 was written before Endgame was finished. But that doesn't mean... It can be reworked now that James comes back. Hello, And James also, they, they, Kevin Fane knows what is going on in this universe far better than everyone else, and he will have already known the fact that Thor was going off with the Guardians. So I wouldn't assume, just because it's been written before, that they wouldn't have known. Because there'll be stuff that he knows years in advance. It's quite scary just how tightly um, wound all these different stories are all around each other. So it wouldn't surprise me if Thor's in there. And Thor would fit, because Thor has become more of a comedic god and comedic superhero, so he would fit very, very well into the Guardians. So, I don't know. What else? Um... He's just so funny. I love Thor. I do as well. Especially he's, just, since... he's such a comic character. He, he has been in they all sorted the adventures him out. movies. Well, they sorted him out from Thor Ragnarok onwards, I think. Yes. I yes. hated the first two Thor well, movies. Yeah, it could... I just oh, didn't then. like him at all. I was watching Dark World last night. I got in and Dark World was on BBC One. And I sat watching it going, wow, what a totally different movie this is to all of I the ones I can't that even really beforehand. remember that one. I remember the first one and like, hating it. And I can't even really remember the second one. But I think this I is before... I hate that. Marvel Studios were great, but it's before kind of, I think Disney got hold of it and, and knew what was commercially popular and and started to work with Marvel Studios that way and I think that made a big difference to what happened with it. Um yeah, exactly. you know, because obviously a lot of the comics, the early if I don't know how many if you've read any of the really early comics, um, but they are very serious. And the way that they're written, you know, the way the speech is and everything is very serious. Um and it's almost like they've stepped away from that with a lot of the Thor and that sort of stuff and made it more what we kind of Better. anticipate. Yeah. But I I, I love uh, I love the, the, the Thor stuff that was in this. It was brilliant. Um, so, did anybody... So, nobody saw um, what happened with uh, with Black Widow. No, I didn't see it coming. No, I didn't see that coming. And I was Not very sad about it. There was, like, audible gasps. I was. In the theatre. I think I, like, ugly cried in the cinema. What? Like... You, you, so, okay. Let's, let's go to that point, then. Uh, how many people ugly cried? Oh, me. Cinema? 100% me. Only at the end. I, I lost it Yeah, when Iron Man died. I was gone. But only yeah, once. Yeah, that broke my heart. It was only, I only, only went once. So you went, what, three... You say three times you went? 
Oh, I probably went about six. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I sad, ugly cried at the end, and I overwhelmed, ugly cried when all when Doctor Strange opened all the portals. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. all the Avengers started coming out, and I was just—I literally was sat slumped in my chair. It was when Sam went on the left to camp, and you were like, "Oh, I pulled myself left. to the front, and I was then sat on the edge of my seat with the biggest grin, tears in my eyes." Yeah. Yeah. It's the end. Even though I kind of was thinking in my head, well, hang on, they're all back. They're, they've got to be joining the battle at some point. They've got to be. And then when they all came back, I was still just totally overwhelmed. Totally overwhelmed. At what point did you realise Iron Man was dying? Not till not till he died. Not till he actually yeah. died. Not till he actually I, died. It was the, the, I the point. Because obviously you saw him almost die like in the first five minutes. Yeah. Can I just say? The makeup that they did there to make him look so emaciated was phenomenal. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. It was the point where, um, for me, where Doctor Strange turned around and told him that he couldn't, if he told him what the future was, it wouldn't come. Wouldn't come. And that was the point I went, he's about to die. And in the back of my mind, I was like, please don't be dying. Please don't be dying. Please don't be dying. Oh, but, I love Benedict Cumberbatch. But, but he did, and he died. He died, and it was sad. Um, so yeah. I also say, I also liked the, the sequence... So, okay, so I have lots of little sequences that I love because they're nods to all the other movies. Yeah. Um, I love the scene in The Lift. Yes. Yeah. That they, yes. they pulled directly from Winter Soldier. Absolutely. Was it Winter Soldier? Yes, because uh, yes, we watched Winter Soldier just the other day. And, and you're just Winter sitting Soldier. there, you're prepared, and you're going, oh my God, this is going to kick off, this is going to kick off. And then he just whispers into his ear, Hell Hydra. And then the door opens and he walks out, and you're like, Whoa, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> what? And then when they're sat on, oh my God, what's the name of the planet? And you know what's coming up, and you know that you're going to see Star Lord walking through. Oh, yeah, that bit was dancing great. to you, the music, and you were when just you saw waiting Star for Guardian. it, waiting for yeah. it, and you were just like, yes. And it's one of those things that I love that they did so many nodbacks yeah. to all of those movies, and it just made you think they have had this planned since day one. Oh, They've absolutely. had an arc. You know, this and is like. Known how this was going. This is potentially the most meticulously planned uh, series of movies you know you've ever seen in your life. It's just unreal how everything fits together. Uh, I loved when they went me. back in, into to Avengers One and and Hulk into our Avengers Assemble as we had it in here in the yeah. UK. And Hulk's there and he comes in and he's going. Rawr, rawr, and he's, <laughs> <back>. <laughs> he's just got, Chuck some water back. He's just like rawr, rawr. and that just that made me just that made me howl. Yeah, Professor Hulk that. was another thing that I loved about this movie. Professor Hulk, Professor Hulk was great. Profe yeah, what, what Professor Hulk was brilliant. I love Professor Hulk. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, yeah, it was funny. I like Professor Hulk as well. Um, so. So where are we at now with the, with the universe? Let's let's kind of go to that particular point. So we're now Captain America's done, gone in the original yeah. sense. Okay. I I think the only time we're ever going to I don't think we're going to see any more Captain America movies or anything where he features prominently. I think we might see him in flashbacks. Yeah. Or as a really small bit part now. Yeah. Okay. So we've got that. Um. Now this is the interesting one, Thor. I think Thor can run and run. I think there could be a Thor 4. And Loki. Loki is now technically alive. Yes. 
But on another timeline, presumably. But on another timeline. But that does not mean to say... But that does not mean to say that they cannot somehow... Mm. Also, that being said, Thor's mum saying to him, eat a salad. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> oh, that honestly, one of the funniest I love, moments. Did you also see the Iron Brew in the back? Yes, I saw the Iron Brew, and I represent saw represent Scotland. Um, represent. And I also saw when they were in Scotland, there was the sign that said "We batter anything." Yes, uh, represent Scotland. Brilliant, that was brilliant. Um, the other bit that I've noticed that I don't know if you guys noticed is um, Asgard was Durham Cathedral, also Hogwarts. Oh, oh, was it? I it was indeed. Uh, yeah. Now, it wasn't my... even disguised. It was like super clearly like I've been there. <laughs> now, can I put my theory out here for you? Are you ready for this? I oh. think Thor's gone for a little while. And I don't think we're going to see Thor for a little while, but I think we're going to see Thor in a different disguise. I think Valkyrie is going to become a female Thor. I'm just going to say this as well. Valkyrie riding through the skies on Pegasus. Yeah, oh, unbelievable. Yeah, 100% yeah. there. I think and, this is going to happen. And okay, this was a total fanboy service. It was a total fanboy service. But that scene where Peter Parker said, how are you going to get... With, with, when Captain Marvel had the glove. Yeah. And she's like, how are you going to get it there? And all the women. All oh, absolutely. The so, characters. This is I... one of the things that Gareth has just texted me about. Go on. And he's entirely incorrect in what he has said. Go on. He has said, I'm probably going to get hate for this, but the moment where Captain Marvel has to get the gauntlet through the battle and all the female heroes descend, didn't like that. Now. Felt like pure fan service and reinforced. No, I am it was totally going fan to. Service, it I, was totally it fan was, service, but I love that. It was that. totally warranted. Now, I, I, I kind of half agree with Gareth on this. And the no, only reason no. I half agree is not because of that moment, but because they do exactly the same thing in Infinity War. Yeah, they did do it in Infinity War. Twenty-two why. movies. We've got one about a woman. Yes, so yeah, six and that's fine. And I don't have an, on screen. I don't have an issue with that. Needed. I just felt like they And you still went, know that that is the screensaver now for every little yeah, girl. Absolutely. Who look up to those absolutely. Marvel characters. That scene where they're all there. That is that is that's why another that's bit that made me cry. And that's I absolutely agree with that you. On was that was the proper female representation, yeah. and I was okay. I was pleased. The only thing that annoys me is the fact that they used it in the last Infinity War, and then they used exactly the same thing in Endgame, and it kind of felt because a little it was bit so like good. a little bit copy and also I'm a bit copy and paste there as well. Scarlet Witch, I am here for Scarlet. But Witch. I know why they've done it, and she I agree. I agree with made it, Thanos rain yeah, fire. Absolutely, she scared Thanos. Yeah, twice. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. She made him frightened. So uh, yeah, I am I'm, here for Vi- Wonder Vision. I'm sort of with Gareth, but I'm also with you guys. So I'm kind of a bit of a both. Um, just it was a total fan service. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, absolutely. I think it was completely justified. I do. I loved it. Like absolutely loved it. It made me feel amazing. I thought it was great. So uh, where are we? So yeah. So Thor potentially going to become Valkyrie is going to potentially become Thor for a bit for me. I think. I don't know for definite, but I think it may happen. Well, they're in um, Men in Black 4 together. They are they? in Men in Black 4 together. It's just the fact that they're now in the new Asgard. He says he was going off travelling for a bit. Obviously, he's gone off with the Guardians. I just wonder whether she's going to appear. Um, so that's next for me. Now, here's an out there theory. What happens if, what if, happens if Iron Man becomes Iron Woman? Is Pepper Potts gonna step up 
I hope not. I hope that's not it. I would prefer it to be like Morgan when she's older. Yeah, well, I would prefer that as well, and I think that would work would much better. I would prefer that. Um, I just, again, it's like Pepper Potts appeared in a suit, and I went, uh, okay, we've had no mention whatsoever that A, you have a suit, and B, you know how yeah, to Yeah, we have. No, you did. When did we... Oh, okay, yeah. Yes, we did. Yeah, 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 we did. Okay, yeah, I'll take that back. Yeah, I've made this for your mum, but she never wears anything. I buy her. That's right. You're right. Okay, I take it back. Yeah. And Um, she's been in a suit before, hasn't she? Wasn't she in a suit in Iron Man? I want to say Iron Man three. We've seen her in a suit before. I'm sure we have. Right, I don't know. I might be totally wrong with that. Um, so, uh, Captain Marvel, obviously, is going to have to save the universe again. Where do we see kind of Doctor Strange now? I, I'm not Well, they've already sure. confirmed a Doctor Strange too. I'm really intrigued as to where he's going now. Um, right, okay, I'm going to say this as well. So, what I, as we all know, I'm at the D23 convention. You are? One of the things I wasn't that bothered about going to yeah. was the live-action panel. Yeah. Now that Disney have put out their movie releases for the next what 10 years yeah they just got to come up with better titles what rather than untitled <laughs> untitled avengers movie yeah i need to be there yeah because i think then that's when they're going to win out the I next wave me. of the the um the next avengers saga wouldn't surprise me in the slightest um, but it'll be new avengers so, so it's going to be like scarlet witch and i would would say thor will be back yeah potentially and Spider-Man. America, Spider-Man, yeah. So, okay. Um, I love Spider-Man. War Machine. Where do we see War Machine now? Because in theory, War Redundant. Machine... Redundant. Yeah, I was about to say, in theory, War Machine was kind of provided stuff by Iron Man. Mm-hmm. So, where... I, yeah, I, I wonder whether he's sort of done and whether he's going to disappear now. We're not going to see him again. I don't think we will. Yeah, not too bothered. Um, Hulk. I uh, would be happy to see him. I think we will. Because him and Thor have a really good... Yes. Um, and they're still Avengers, so... They're, yeah, theory, him they're and not... Thor have still got a... a what was the word I'm looking for? Relationship. I'm not sure about Hulk. I don't know whether there's to go with Hulk now. Well, that's Hulk. the thing. And, and, well, the issue I with loved Hulk... Professor Hulk, but we've, like, we've kind of seen that now. And the problem with Hulk is that they've attempted twice now to create Hulk movies of his own and on both occasions they've fallen a bit flat but never um, with Mike Ruffalo, uh, Mark no, Ruffalo absolutely not with Mark Ruffalo but I just wonder whether there's enough there with Hulk to give him a solo movie I don't, I don't know whether it'd work as a solo movie but I think like Avengers stuff definitely we're going to see more and more and more um, Captain Marvel we already know Ant-Man Ant-Man and Wasp well, there's um, already a third. There's Ant-Man a third film we know coming out. I'm intrigued yeah. to see where we're going to go I with this. And I still knew he was going to save the day. Well, he yeah, didn't. and there has to be more because the quantum realm was so important in Endgame that, and he's the the kind yeah. of main person around that. So who'd have thought there rat? has to be more? Who'd have thought that? rat would be so important? Eh? Um, I... It had to be, otherwise there was no point in the Ant Man movies. I also that was the other thing. I wonder whether Gamora is going to play a large part in Guardians 3 because we've, in theory, we've got two Gamoras now. Uh, not two Gamoras, sorry, Nebula. I'm there. Sorry, Nebulas. We've got two Nebulas. I wouldn't no, we don't. That's... One's dead. No, one's dead. But she I killed her. Didn't... New Nebula killed old Nebula. But didn't... did she actually kill her or did she survive? No, she killed no, her. She, she definitely killed her. Killed her. Yeah, okay, she so definitely killed her. Okay, so we've just got old... Mm, okay. 
Next up, Black Panther. There's so it's already Black Panther movie. Yeah, but where's it going? That's what I'm. Well, I'm wondering where we're going to go with Black Panther next, and what's going to happen. Is he going to be brought into the Avengers officially now? Do we think, or is the yeah, next? Yeah, Black... it'll be one of the new Avengers. Is the next Black They've Panther? They've got to build up the part of Akai though, because everyone loves her and yeah. just not being in it. Well, enough. I'm wondering whether the next Black Panther, very much like you know the last Captain America, wasn't just Captain America. Whether the next Black Panther is going to be a Black Panther slash Avengers movie. Whether we're going to see that would be good. Avengers. Because that's one of the things I'm worried about. That obviously, as we begin to now build up the new Avengers team, which obviously we'll have your Scarlet Witches and that lot, that we don't go have to kind of reset. Like when we first started the Marvel Universe ten years ago, it was simply a case of here's Thor, we're going to introduce Thor, then we're going to introduce this, we introduce it, then we're going to bring them all together. I'm just worried whether the momentum that the Marvel Universe has now got will slow down because they're then going to begin to give everybody their own film before they bring them all back together. And I'm, I, I don't think they will. They won't, because we already know who they are. Yeah, yeah. There's not that like you have to introduce them. No. Yeah. I now, obviously, Disney have got every single uh, Marvel character back in its ranks now. Yes. So, what... Spider-Man: Far From Home, Multiverse, in comes Fantastic Four, in comes the X-Men. Boom. Yeah. So, do we then start to see things like because Wolverine has a relationship with the Avengers? Uh, I would love, absolutely love to see a Guardians or Rocket slash Deadpool movie. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Oh my God, that would be amazing. That would be hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. You just imagine. You heard it here first, Disney Britters. <laughs> would just be yes. hilarious. Want that? Want that movie? Uh, just let's get those two. Let's just let's just have rocky and deadpool for an hour and a half of just utter mayhem would be hilarious but then equally i think if you had deadpool come up against people like thor as well uh would be equally hilarious uh with thor's kind of new comedic twist on it so i think we might start to see more of that and i would i would like to see crossovers with avengers in deadpool or uh, you know there was there was rumors of a uh wolverine cameo in endgame which I don't know about you lot, but I never saw it um, at one point. Uh, but obviously, we can we can start to play with around with X Men a lot more. I I'm pleased X Men has come back to Marvel because for me, the X Men franchise is the weak link. Oh, well, apart from Fantastic Four, who were never brilliant, but I've never been a massive fan of the X Men movie uh, movies. Not in the same way as I have for for what you would class as the Marvel Studios films. I don't know whether I'm the only one on that. I think the X-Men yeah. movies started off quite well. Yeah, and then have slowly... But I've kind of lost touch with them. Dark the only Phoenix. superhero movies that anyone has managed to make me care about have been the MCU ones, yeah. the Marvel ones. Dark Phoenix looks quite good, and, and I admit I will... I really want to go and see New Mutants when that comes out next year, if it comes out next year. It's now been delayed every year for about the past three years or something like that. Um, so I do want to go and see New Mutants um, and see how that fits in. Um, but it'll be now really intriguing to see just what Disney have got off its sleeve for every single Marvel character that exists. Because now they've got everything. Goodness knows where this is going to go. It's just going to be insane. It's exciting though. I think there's so much scope for what they could do. Oh, absolutely. 
you know, we could end up absolutely anywhere. And with regards to Avengers at this point in time, um, where is it standing in the all-time uh, box office? Are we... Oh, we're, I, we're second, you know what? I looked we? at this about two minutes ago. It currently has two points, just shy of 2.5 billion. Wow. Wow. Just shy it's of 2.5 billion. And so, it's been out for two weeks and four days. So we're, what, 300-ish million off of Avatar? We are 200 and... About, yeah, about 300 million off of Avatar. Wow. It's going to go past that. Oh, it's going to go past Avatar. I yeah. think it's going to smash Avatar. Wow. I don't think, to be honest, I don't think it's going to absolutely trounce it. No. But I think before it's finished its cinema run, it'll hit three billion. It did it oh, so fast, though. Me. It had like yeah. two point two billion or something in the first weekend. And now, um, and and you know, now Zoe Saldana is everybody's lucky charm because she's now in three. Yeah, that's her. She's in the yeah. both all, two billion, two yeah. point billion dollar franchises. She's in three of the top five grossing movies of all time. Wow. <laughs> You're like, yep. Come yeah, on she's in. the one, the one to watch. In fact, if you look at if you look at the all time, she is currently in uh, Avatar, Endgame, Infinity War, uh, and just, I'm trying to think. Do they make appearances anywhere in Black Panther or Age of Ultron? Don't think no. they do, do they? So yeah, it's just no. yeah, so top, three out of the top five. Wow, that's it's pretty impressive. Going, is it? That's not bad going. We haven't even talked all. about one of the major things in which, Endgame, which, which is we all thought Cap was going to die, yeah. but he didn't die. He didn't die. He just got dead old. Yeah. Yeah. Really old. What did we think about that? Well, at first off, I looked I at him and went... I thought that was the perfect ending. Yes. I thought um, it was so perfect. I loved it. The... He had constantly it. sacrificed his own happiness for the greater good. And then the greater good had been done and he had the opportunity to have his own happiness yeah. and he took it and I'm Absolutely. so glad he did. And Me too, that dance at the end. And I like the fact <laughs> that it wasn't just another death because they could have quite easily just killed him off and gone, yeah, that'd do. Oh, yeah. Because uh, the chances are he's never appearing in a Marvel film again. I um, don't think so. Unless they end up coming across him in some alternate u- universe at some point and, you know, he's there. But... I think, yeah, he's he's done. But it's nice he's done and he's not dead like everybody else is. Otherwise, it could have just been this mass bloodbath. Uh, well, which it was, Also, a little honest, surprise but... cameo from uh, Miss Natalie Portman. Yes. Yeah. But yes. I have to say, I found out, I found this out, her little bits were um, off-cuts from Dark World. Right. But she did do a little bit of extra voice work. Okay. So that's her voice, and that is her, but they were both different at different times. Because it's, I it amazes me. I, I was watching it, going, "Oh my god, I forgot about that character, and I forgot about that character, and that one, and that one, and that one." Because there were just so many characters now, and I, I did they get like every character in the film at some essentially point, somewhere. You know, was you know like, what did they have? They had like a two hundred eighty-five million dollar budget. I, yeah. I would easily say that two hundred eighty-four of that went to just paying the cast. Yeah, you're probably right. Because <laughs> uh, there were so right. many massive names in that. Yeah, that well, you look true. at you look at look at um, what's his name? Uh, oh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, he is now on fifteen million dollars a movie. Wow! So that was his alone. 
it's fifteen dollars, or is it? Yeah, fifteen million, not fifteen dollars. That's a bargain. Yeah, I'd pay <laughs> that's why he's doing Thor forever. They're like, yeah, on that contract. Oh wow, well, I'll pay fifteen dollars to have Chris Hemsworth. Um, <laughs> yeah, fifteen million just for Chris. You can imagine what Robert Downey Jr. costs. Probably yeah. double that. Yeah, at least. So, I'd, I'd say a fair a fair chunk probably went to the cast, unless they'd probably sign some agreement to do the two. Oh, yeah, last movie. yeah, they must yeah, have done like twenty million each for both. Yeah, they like must that. have done because they couldn't risk them not doing the second one. But to keep that, that to keep that cast together for all those films though, and be able to to get to the end of it is is pretty phenomenal. They must it just li- love being part of it though as well. Oh, got like, to be. Yeah. It must just be so much for him. Yeah. All I will say is if Disney do not do a limited edition. 22 DVD or Blu-ray box set release in an Infinity Gauntlet, they are missing a trick. <laughs> They're going to. You know, like in a yeah. special yeah. Infinity Gauntlet yeah. shaped yeah. box, they've Absolutely. missed a trick. They've got, got to. Right, so let's... We could talk about this and the cows come home, we but really I feel could. like we should invite our mystery guest in. Right, let's, let's get our, our guest in, shall we? Uh, so we message her. Should we get her in? Uh, I'm going to apologise to Gareth because we didn't even get close to some of his questions we so we'll not. just have to chat about this online Fire through them, so fire, many through them. fire through them Oh okay, go on quickly So the second one but How doesn't Steve Rogers going back in time affect anything? There was it's a lot great. of bad stuff that happened between him being frozen and waking up in 2012 but the version of Cap that travelled back seemingly did nothing about it It's to do with the quantum realm, realm. realm. Yeah. and how it's different timeline absolutely the russo brothers have answered this yeah okay that is good he's also asked why is cap such a rubbish mate he doesn't acknowledge bucky (laughs) after he returns from being dust as soon as it's all settled and he can catch up with his best friend that he's lost three or four times he disappears to go chase my last probably because yeah he's already thought about the fact that he can finally go and have his happy ending which is more that's important. what I think yeah, as well. Um, and then he said as well about him handing over the title of Captain America to Sam, whose only superpower is effectively a fancy suit, rather than Bucky, who's basically equal to Steve in terms well, of strength. The only thing he's got oh, is something a... we never uh... discussed. What was that? Him picking up Thor's hammer. Oh, oh that was another and then like, I knew that it. has been set up for years who'd have thought that that little scene where they were all messing around with a hammer and Steve could make it shake who'd have thought that that was actually who'd have thought that that was actually a genuine setup for something that was going to happen in a film five, that six was years such down a good moment though and yeah, then when was. he was like no you take the little one I'll take yeah. the big one yes oh, yeah. that was so funny Brilliant. It was brilliant. Yes, that was a brilliant moment. Um, Gareth asked a question that I don't really understand because I'm not into Fortnite. But he said, now that Fortnite is canon in the Marvel Universe, because yeah. Korg was playing it, yeah. it means that this also exists when Korg is playing it, which, considering what happened, is pretty messed up. Say that again. I don't really understand the question. So now that Fortnite <laughs> said, is canon... Now yeah. that Fortnite's canon in the Marvel Universe, it means that this also exists when Korg is playing it. Oh, hang on, he sent me a picture... Fortnite Battle Royale yeah. has a picture of Thanos on it. Does that make it canon, though? 
No, but it's in the movie because they're playing it. That's the video game that they're playing. That Korg. They're playing Fortnite, playing yeah, it. but he's playing against a kid, isn't he? Yeah. You know when Thor right. is in well, the new okay. My... and they're playing a computer game. I, yeah, I'm going to be. Fortnite. I'm going to be cynical. Because Harry plays Fortnite, and I know he said to me, well, in Fortnite now, I can play as all of these different characters, and I can go in search of, and I can collect an Infinity Gauntlet, and I can go and do this, and I can find Thor's hammer and all this sort of stuff. So the cynic in me says, it's product placement, and it's a big marketing ploy, and it's not necessarily thought of as part of the storyline. Oh, it totally is. It's a bit (laughs) like Starbucks and Game of Thrones. Yeah. I think it's because he sent me this picture that is for Fortnite Battle Royale, which I don't really know what that is. Yeah. And it is it's a picture of Thanos that's like in this screenshot can, from the game. Yeah, so you can play as different characters in okay. Fortnite. So uh um, I think product placement's probably it's just product the thing. placement, yeah. I don't think there's any, yeah. any thought behind it being a, I, I doubt in five years time that Fortnite is suddenly gonna become extremely important in the Avengers world. Is that his last question? Um, no, he has one more question. Oh. So his last question is, when Iron Man has the gauntlet, does doing anything with it mean that he'll be overwhelmed by it? If not, then could he not have just frozen time or cut Thanos' hands off while he got it back to Hulk again? And he said, I'm all for bravery, but I don't want stupid people as heroes. I'm choosing to believe doing anything with the stones has that effect. So do you think it depends what his... Because obviously he has to like make a wish when he snaps his fingers. Yeah. So do you think what that wish is affects how much it, I think it so. affected him? Yeah. I think it's to do with the number of stones that are on the gauntlet. Yeah, potentially. So, but because do you think if, think if, about if he wished it, until, to freeze time? Until Thanos had all the stones on the gauntlet, he could only do certain aspects of it. So, for example, when he was trying to get the, the thing we stone off Vision... Yeah. He could do, and uh, once he got that stone, that was the last stone, yeah. and that was when he could snap his fingers and destroy the world. I snapped my fingers there as well. I heard it. Time. it was good. I liked it. Um, so I think that when you've got all the stones in, it's a kind of all or nothing. That's what I think. Yeah, that would be my guess. Yeah, I think so too. I think Gareth's thinking like, could he have just wished for something a bit less than, like, all of Thanos's dudes disappearing? And would that have yeah, done what I think, killed him? I think if he, he could have asked done. for something a bit less than that. I think he could have done, but I think if that had happened, that would have just then caused another three hours of a film. I, yeah, it? I also think as well, He, I think if that is the case, then he knew that had he done anything other than snap and destroy, there was the probability, as um, Adam just said, that they're going to have to do another three-hour movie. Yeah. And if you've got the chance to dust Thanos, you're going to take it, aren't you? Oh, oh yeah, totally. Absolutely. Nasty yeah. man. Nasty, nasty man. Okay, then. So, uh, I've just given Susan the go-ahead uh, to morning. come and join us. Uh, so, uh, it means join that this is us. the end of our Avengers discussion, and we won't be talking anymore about it. Uh, certainly not on air, anyway. So, hopefully, Susan is here. Uh, is she Is she here? Um, not yet. So, what we wanted to talk about, because obviously this is such a Geeks episode. Uh, it is a Geeks episode. Re- and even for like us who are geeks, this is still a really geek episode. Because um, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Now, I've got to say, 
<laughs> I'm a little bit guilty of um, not knowing a huge amount about this. And the reason I've been guilty of not knowing a huge amount about this is because at the minute I have absolutely no idea when I'm going to get to go out to see Star Wars. I, at the minute I have no, nothing planned now. I have other things that, I've, uh, that are more, more important and need my money more than, than paying for my, a holiday to Disney World. So I've kind of not got too excited about it because I don't want to get so excited that I'm then disappointed I'm not going to be able to go. So I'm a little bit out of the loop on this, which I know that John absolutely isn't, and John knows every single inch of this place already. Uh, ready for uh, your trip out there in August, aren't you? In August! So I've been looking at the photos that you've been putting up and looking at all I'm these so pictures. I'm so excited! Honestly, looking at the photos you've sent, I've just looked at it and gone, oh my god, this just looks amazing. It so, does look absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. Is Susan with us yet? I don't know whether Susan's with us yet. Let's see if we can, oh, let's see if we can let's add message her. the girl. Honestly, let's honestly. Let's message Fanta Face herself. Where is Fanta Face? Oh, dear. So, right. So, we know that Galaxy's Edge opens in Disneyland in California in May. And Hang Disney on, I've World. got the details here. Shall I start? Yeah, Disney World in Florida. I've got in my Galaxy's Edge Bible right in front of me. Wow, go on then. Let's let's. So what we know, Disneyland's Galaxy's Edge opens in 19 days. Yeah. Which is the 31st of May. Mad, Walt Disney close. World opens in 109 days, which is the 29th of August, and Disneyland Paris's opens in 2024. And do we know that the Disneyland Paris version is going to be the same? We think from judging from, but obviously nothing's been confirmed, but we think that is full scale Batu, but with only Ride of the Resist Rise of the Resistance. Wow, okay. Uh, yeah, that's as far that's 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 literally just judging from Now is that concept because art. the Millennium Falcon attraction is going no, to be No, that is the one that is uh the, the physical one that you move around yeah in. do we think that's missing from paris because it's possibly language based I what the smugglers run yeah possibly potentially or that's I really disappointing say, if you're gonna I do it do it <laughs> all right more Jeez. likely due to the technology involved right after you've been on smugglers run right which okay, i will come enough. to Okay. Um, okay, so basically what you're about to do is you're about to tell me everything about Galaxy Edge so I can go and cry myself to sleep tonight. Everything that I, I know or everything that... Because uh, we're not allowed to... Well, I suppose we can discuss rumours because it's not Disneyland Paris. Um, everything that's okay. been discussed. Right, go on then. We're, we're, start from the beginning and let's let's work through the whole lot. Okay, well, let's start at the very beginning. So 96 days yeah. is when I will first experience galaxy's edge so i will actually experience galaxy's edge before it opens at disney world um disneyland will have three okay okay let me think let me think let's fit i'm just having the very best place to start okay so galaxy's edge is going to be the black spire outpost yeah on the planet of batu um this is a thriving and bustling outpost um of the galaxy's like scum basically okay so it's where the the kind of the outlaws and the bounty hunters and all that go to kind of disappear for a temporary period of time um there is going to be two entry points at disney world one is going to be through toy story land and the other one is going to be via muppets area grand avenue 
yeah. and there was three entry points at Disneyland. Okay. That is via uh, Critter Country, which will take you in past some part spaceships and up to where Rise of the Resistance is. Yeah. Then you've got one through behind Big Thunder Mountain, which will take you into the kind of the marketplace. Yeah. And then you've got a trail that comes up through Fantasyland. Um, and that will take you into almost round by where the Millennium Falcon will be parked. Uh, when the land first opens, and this is both Walt Disney World and Disney mm-hmm. only Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run will be open. Right. So so we're kind of on a phased opening. It's do, They're doing a phased opening. Now, there's a lot of questions over wh- why. First one is, is they don't want such an influx of people into the lands. Fair enough. The second one is Rise is not quite ready because it's so technically demanding that it's not quite ready. Yeah. And so they want to just delay it a few more months. I've heard whispers that it will be opened at Disneyland in September, the very beginning of September, okay. which means that they think that people that are doing parks and resorts at the D23 convention might be given a sneak peek. Don't tell me. You're going to be curious three days as for As their it. gift. As their gift. Right. A <laughs> rumour. This is talk. Sorry. But I have heard the beginning of September floated around for Rise of Resistance at um, Disneyland and end of November, December-ish for just in time for Christmas okay. for um, Disney World. Right, I think Susan's here. Um, but they will definitely open this year. Susan, have you joined us? I am yeah, yeah. Here I am. Oh, <laughs> as long as he needs me. <laughs> did you miss me? Oh, yeah. No. We did, but we were all very disappointed. We're you? very disappointed. Yeah. Oh, we're not well. angry, Susan. We're just... Yeah, Sorry, say, kids, I let you down. You see, we, you've really missed did. all the discussion. You've missed all the discussion about none of us three thought that Ant-Man was going to die that early in the film. <laughs> Are you just straight Wow. Wow. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> is he lying or is it true? Yeah. Double bluff. <laughs> anyway, carry on, John. All right, crack on. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, crack on. Right, Um. so... <laughs> In this phased opening, when opening um, <laughs> so between May the 31st and June the 23rd, yeah. a mandatory reservation will be needed to access the land. Mm-hmm. All non-hotel-based reservations are gone. Whoa. So basically, if you plan to just walk up to the park, you cannot Don't get into Galaxy's Edge. Mm. The times bad. are 8 till 12, 11 till 3, 2 till 6, 5 till 9, and then 8 till midnight. So you'll see there's like that hour overlap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's for them to sweep. Right. And get everybody out. Yeah. Be there as long as you want. Like, no. I've even heard that. No. You are limited. So the, the plan is let people in, sweep them out let the next lot in, which is why there's that overlap. Mm. So I've heard that you're going to be brought into the in Disneyland, the Critter Country entrance, and then the first lot of people are going to be coming in there, 
and then the next lot of people, and then that's where everyone's going to be swept out. And then everyone's going to come in through either the big Thunder Mountain entrance or the Fantasyland entrance to spend time in the shops because they're worried that people are going to avoid the shops to go straight to Smuggler's Run. So they're going to try and use the shops area as a holding pen. And then people will buy things. They'll buy the branded Coca-Cola. Which looks which awesome. Doesn't, that which looks, looks so insane, cool. doesn't it? Yeah. it? Because they actually imagined it and never <laughs> thought they'd get away with it. They put it to the health and safety or whoever it is and they thought this will be vetoed and it's not even on the ride it's all in whatever language that is they said you know they keep your arms and hands inside the vehicle at yeah. all times that is in i can't even think what the language is whatever language it is <laughs> but it's in that language it, is it in english as well i don't think so you know really yeah i don't think wow. so um I saw that there was a little kind of crib sheet of language. Please. Yeah, the, the elders and, oh no, the ancients and your credits and yeah. yeah. They will have their own, so be a bit like the kind of same level of immersion as Harry Potter, the Wizarding World. Um, and if you remember when the Wizarding World first opened, a yeah. lot of the, cat, the staff were English, yeah. as yeah. in British, to try and envelope you in that. And they use a lot of the magical terms, and obviously, as time's gone on, that disappeared. Bless some of them, some of them still try. Um, <laughs> Walt Disney World, when it all taking a totally different approach than Disneyland's approach is. Yeah. So, for the first three days of operation, Walt Disney's Hollywood Studios will open at 6 a.m. <laughs> wow. To all guests Woo! all guests then from the 1st of september to november the 2nd the park will have extra extra yeah magic i saw hours, that yeah which is from 6 a.m to 9 a.m yeah but this is for hotel guests only and yeah. then at 9 a.m the park will open for everybody else to cope yeah. With the extra anticipated crowds, Magic Kingdom and Animal Kim Kingdom will also have mm. extra, extra magic hours. Yeah, I saw that because that's mucking up with my sort of ADR sort of moments at the moment. <laughs> now, obviously, this is all subject to capacity. So, for example, if during extra, extra magic hours between that 6 a.m. and 9 a.m., Hollywood Studios fills, no one's allowed no in. No one's in, no. Oh, and it will. And oh, it, of course it will. It totally will. This is also something that's worth noting. Fast Pass will not be available. Okay. Upon its opening. So there will be no Fast Pass. And you have I kind of do understand that. To do standby. It slows up the standby mm. line. But this is just initially. Yeah. Not mm. all in all. This is just initially. I do understand Smug that. Smugglers yeah. will not have fast pass. But there's now, no fast not... pass to get in, John. Do you have to still no, have a you reservation? Have to, you have to have a reservation. Okay, even for what to Walt get Disney into World. the Disney. No, yeah. not, not for the no. Walt Disney World. The so Disney World is doing it differently. Disneyland, okay. you have to have a reservation. The reservations okay. are all gone, so you cannot get in unless you have a hotel reservation. Mm. In which case, then you are kind of almost guaranteed, in inverted commas, to be able to access the land. But you still have to have a time slot. Yeah, of course. Once June 23rd comes around, 
they're doing something called the boarding pass system. Mm. So it's basically like a fast pass to enter the land. Okay. So they don't want people queuing and waiting at the entrance to the land. They want people to still be able to enjoy Disneyland, experience the rides and the shows and the, the parades. And you're in Disneyland, why would you not want to? So what they're going to do is once Galaxy's Edge reaches capacity, so I'm guessing it'll have a capacity, once it reaches capacity, no more people will be allowed in. Then what they'll do is they'll start issuing boarding passes and inverted commas. And then what happen is, is you do this via, you can do it via a paper fast pass machine or you can do it via the Disneyland app. Right. And so basically you will request to enter the land and you will be given your fast pass or your, your boarding pass. Once your boarding pass time comes up, so say for example, you get into the park at midday, you can request the boarding pass at four o'clock, your boarding pass comes up. From four o'clock for two hours, you can enter the land. So you have up until six o'clock to enter Galaxy's Edge. If it gets past six o'clock and you haven't entered, you have to start the process again. Mm. And so how you can will stay as long as you want. Though? Once you're in, you can stay as oh, long as you yeah. want this That's time. This is, after, this is after June 23rd. Yeah, After I see. June 23rd. They will carry on doing this until the, queue, the, the people, the crowds, dissipate to a level that they think is acceptable. <laughs> so they've said if you go first thing in the morning and you go last thing at night, you won't need the boarding passes. However, if you go between, say, 11 and 9, you will definitely need the boarding passes to enter. Right. And again, subject to park capacity. Do you really think that you're ever going to not need the boarding passes? Yeah. I think because they're doing the phased opening, I think you're looking right through till next year. Oh, yeah. I think I think when I go in August, I'm, we're going to need the, the boarding passes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. We're going to need to do it. Mm. Um, I think that's like the most major important parts. They've got they, a whole bunch. Um... Oh, sorry, yeah. John. No, hit me, hit me. Have they confirmed the boarding passes with Walt Disney World as well? Uh, I don't. They haven't announced anything. I don't really know how they're going to do it. No, no, Disney World. So Disney World are doing it differently. Disney World are doing the extra, extra magic hours. Anybody can enter, but extra magic hours from nine till eight, six till nine, hotel guests only. And then that is from September 1st to November 2nd. Oh, so if you look, their, their period's much bigger. Whereas Disneyland are only doing reservation entry from for like three weeks. I don't understand why they're doing that. Knowing like how Pandora's still busy and it's still got that mad rush in the morning, it's just not going to work. That's why they're only opening it to hotel guests. Okay. Hmm. It's it's all yeah it's all. It's a good way to get people mm. to stay in a hotel at Disneyland, isn't it? Because oh, totally. a, lot of, oh, yeah. a lot of people stay at the ones that are just like over the road. So, John, are you staying in a Disney hotel when you go? We are. So, we are staying. Night one, we are staying um, concierge level. Thank you. At the Paradise Pier. <laughs> okay, so that in theory you'll be able to get your. your... In, you know, because we by the time we go, they will st have stopped doing the reservations. Right. Okay. We'll have to do the boarding pass. Right. Um, yeah. What we will have to do is do the boarding pass. Um, and we're only staying at Paradise Pier for the first night, just because we decided to go a day earlier because the flights were cheaper. Mm. And then even staying in the Paradise Pier Hotel, it still ended up being cheaper for our flights. Right, okay. 
mm-hmm. which is why we ended up doing the way we did it. Yeah. Um, so here, here's here's a little bit more information on that. So starting June 24th, Disneyland visitors who want to explore the 14-acre Star Wars Galaxy's Edge will need to log into the Disneyland app to secure a boarding pass, which is a virtual queuing system designed to manage crowds in the new land. No advanced reservations will be needed to enter Galaxy's Edge beginning June 24th, but visitors will need to secure a boarding pass to enter the, the new land. Push notifications will be sent to Disneyland visitors when it's time for their boarding group to enter Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Kiosks throughout the pack will enter, well, sorry, will issue paper boarding passes to visitors not using the smartphone app. So I guess that's for tourists that don't have the Wi-Fi or yeah. don't have 3G or whatever it is. Um, the goal is to allow visitors to explore Disneyland attractions, restaurants, shops and parades while waiting to experience Galaxy's Edge without having to stand in a line to enter the new land, which I think is brilliant. Yeah, mm. it works brilliantly. Really good idea. Visitors will have two hours to show up to their, for their Galaxy Z board and pass entry uh, after receiving their push notification. You must be inside the park to select the Galaxy Z boarding group using the Disneyland app. There will be no time limit on how long visitors may spend in Galaxy's Edge. Early morning visitors will be able to head directly to the land without securing a boarding pass with the virtual queue system, and a status bar in the Disneyland app will notify visitors when Galaxy's Edge is full and boarding passes are required. Late night visitors may also find that boarding passes are not required to enter the land. Mm-hmm. Disneyland plans to stop using the virtual queuing system as soon as crowds dissipate. 2025. Mm. Then. So, to, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So do you think that they're, I guess they're, they're assuming that there's not going to be massive queues for the rides? Because the reason I why I think they're going this... to try and limit I, I would imagine they're going to try and limit it to the point where no queue is going to be more than three hours. Because yeah. okay, the reason why I would they're wait, not going to do the I would wait passes, three hours. I absolutely no, they're not doing I absolutely would. Initially. So does that mean, what are they going to do with people who have got disabled cards? Oh, the access passes. Uh... There'll be the access passes as normal. So they would get return times and all that kind of stuff. They'll be given return times, yeah. <laughs> Three hours, come back. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But... Yeah, would surprise me. Mm. Fine. Because the time like that, I take it once you're out, you can't go back in. Like, oh, I just I need to meet a friend, or you can't come back in. You're back at you're out now. I think that would be it. Yeah, once you're out, you're out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. But as well as the two rides, so as well as Rise of the Resistance, mm-hmm. which is uh, apparently a multi-leveled, multi-vehicled um, attraction that should take the best part of 20-odd minutes to do. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's apparently, it's going to be 28 minutes long, I've heard, <laughs> as an attraction. Whoa! So it's worth mm. the longer queue then. It's basically I would say it's uh, worth the longer queue. It's universal energy. It's just been put, you know, in there, and they've put a Star Wars thing over it. In 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 what? Saying so the twenty-eight minute ride length. It's, it's basically universal. Oh energy, yeah, universal yeah. energy. Yeah, yeah they just, <laughs> just transferred but it across. In, in uh, uh, Spider-Man scoop-style vehicles. That's right. And when you go through the dinosaurs, <laughs> they got rid of the dinosaurs. Just got stormtroopers and a. A Darth Maul at one side, a Kylo Ren at the other. That's all it is. There you go. And uh, full size hats. Yeah, all done. Which look amazing. It looks um, phenomenal. Honestly, um, 
just the, the scale of what I've seen of this attraction. Yeah, so a really good way to get a, an idea, because you can look at pictures and pictures and pictures, but a really good idea to, way to get an idea of the scale is go to Twitter and go to Bob Iger's Twitter. He's posted three pictures mm. of him, Steven Spielberg, J.J. Abrams, and Kathleen... Kennedy. Oh, my God, what's her name? Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah. That's it. Um, in Galaxy's Edge. So there's a picture of them standing outside the Millennium Falcon, which you can see is a full-scale Millennium Beast. Falcon. Beast! <laughs> a picture of them inside the Millennium Falcon with their boarding passes for the Millennium Falcon ride, which we'll get back to that in a second. Um, and then they've got a picture of, well, it's a picture, oh, God bless, it's a picture of J.J. Abrams taking a picture of Bob Iger inside one of the marketplaces. Yeah. It's so pure. It is so cheesy. But It's they... so pure. I love it. And also, who knew that Bob Iger was a Nike man? Yes, very true. It's when you look at the photo with Iger and the other three in front of the Millennium Falcon, I think that's the one which makes me realise just how massive this place is. Mm. It's insane. It's actually insane. It's just... Um, I, I don't know how they're going to do this at Disneyland, but in Disney World, everybody obviously has their magic bands. Yeah. So, on Smuggler's Run, you have six people in each cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And each person is given pilot, engineer, a bit like Mission Space. Yeah. Mm. Only this time, if you fail to do your um, designated tasks, it affects the outcome of your ride. So, for example, you could crash the Millennium Falcon. Hmm. You could lose the cargo that you're supposed to be smuggling. Um, if any of these outcomes happen, you can then go to the cantina. You can be sitting there drinking your blue milk, which will be available, yeah. or your Jedi mind trick cocktail, and the bartender might lean over to you and be like, oh, I heard you crashed the Millennium Falcon. Or they might say, oh, I hear you lost the uh, <laughs> the, the cargo and the Falcon, watch out, the bounty hunters are after you. And I'm not sure how they're going to do it in Disneyland, but apparently the ticket will be the same. Um, but everything that you do within the land will be registered. Oh, it's just mad. So the whole thing mad. becomes totally immersive. So everything that you do within the land, so I imagine if you went and bought a droid, it'll know what droid you bought. Or if you go and buy a lightsaber, they'll know which kyber crystals in your lightsaber. It's it's we're talking like this is next <coughs> level. Immersive. It's just like I think I would just like if someone turned around to me and I think I'd just break down. I'd just be like, I just can't deal with this. What what is this witchcraft? There's quite a good chance. Just that I wouldn't know what they were talking about. Right, no, you wouldn't. No, I'm not, really not excited so... about this whole but land, just... like, and the ride sound unreal. But I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. Like, I've seen them all Same. once. Um, so I kind of, like, I know the, the general stories and stuff. But if this, if they said anything remotely specific to me, I'd just be like, all right, then, okay. Oh, all you do. have to do, just turn around you to them, Katie, and just, just wave <laughs> your hand in front of their face and go, 
this is not the droid you are looking for. Just walk up. That's all you need to do. Right? Every time. That's pretty much it, yeah. yeah. It's all good. I've seen that on a t-shirt, I think. Yeah, it's fine. It's just, oh, man, it is immense. I am excited for it, and it does sound amazing, and I think the immersion sounds unreal, but it does make me slightly nervous that I wouldn't know what they were talking about. Well, I just it's at, just... I'm genuinely... I feel like I need to revise. I'm genuinely in shock yeah. looking at this photo of them in front of the Millennium Falcon. That's just how well. immense The thing is, so if you look at the picture, you can see the barriers. Yeah. They are not temporary. They are the barriers. Oh, to okay. stop people from climbing on the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> oh, I'm not surprised. So Look at it. On the plastic, does mean that you're able to get a picture of yourself in front of the Millennium Falcon. That's true. No Why are we in it? In the way. That's true. That's true. That won't be an accident either. With, like Instagram in mind. Oh, definitely. It's just. Um, the one thing as well that they recommend, if you can download the Disney Play, sorry, Play Disney Parks app, mm. um, it helps make your adventures within the land okay. way more interactive. Okay. Oh. So you can hack, scan, and activate, and deactivate, and things like that. So I imagine it'll be a bit like the wands. Oh yeah! Right. Okay. In the, if you're standing in front of something, you can hack it, or you can deactivate, cool. or you can scan something, and it'll tell you whatever. Oh. So, and there's also lots of Easter eggs throughout the land to the original Star Wars movies. So, for example, the ones I sent yeah. was um, shops that has eighty written on the crate. Yeah. And that is nod to. Um, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. And they also have a 77 crate, and they also have an 83 crate, which are obviously nods to the original Star Wars and Return of the Jedi. So there's lots and lots of Easter eggs scattered throughout the land as well to look out for. There'll be multiple dining, multiple shops. You've got your own mm. build-your-own droid. You can do a customized droid, and you can do a customized lightsaber. And they released a little bit more information about the lightsabers this week, where oh, it's yeah. not just a bit like when you go into um, Star Traders or whatever it is now, and you you know you pick the thing and you pick the handle, and then you stick the colored I don't know what you call it on top. <laughs> you know, that's you exactly know, what it's called. It's a, <laughs> when you flick it, it goes. Yeah, and then it becomes that's, your lightsaber. That's it. This is actually. Um, oh, I've lost John. Uh, oh, John, you're you? back. There you go. Yeah, you vanished. You're back. Uh, again. I'm back. You're back again. Um, it'll have kyber crystals inside. Oh, that's awesome. That actually will light your lightsaber. That's awesome. And then, of course, oh. you can design, assemble, and activate your uh, your own customized droid that you've always been looking for. The one that you have been looking for. So this is exactly what this is exactly the issue I was going to have. While you telling me all of this, it's going to make me go. I need to go. And that's exactly what's just happened. So thanks. <laughs> you've wise. You've got the milk stand where you can sip on the blue. Uh, stop it! Stop it uh, now. Ro roasters where you can sink your teeth into delicious grilled sausage. <laughs> uh, stop it now. <laughs> anyway, oh. And then you've got Cat Sacker's kettle, which does popcorn. Yeah. And then you've got Ogre's Cantina, where, um, yeah, you've got to watch out because that's where the dregs of the galaxy go. So be careful. There'll be some bounty hunters in there. 
and they've got um, like an amazing list of cocktails in there. Like I said, one of them's called the Jedi Mind Trick. They've got non-alcohol. They've got their own their own beers that are named after. Um, it's just mad. Like animals, like they've got um, Jedi Mind Trick cocktail. They've got the Bad Motivator IPA. They've got Tonerary wine. They've just got so many. And they've got wines that are named after the planet, so they might have like an Alderaan red. Yeah. Oh, like it's it's ridiculous. Is there any and... quick service or fine diners? It just there is. So they've got August Cantina, and then they have um, Docking Bay Seven. So they, I think, Docking Bay Seven. I think they both sit down, and then oh, Rontos wow. Roasters and the kept the popcorn place are your quick service. Right. Oh, right. Just, um, just um, I think Rontos Roasters are going to be quick. No, I don't think it's quick service. I think it's just a snack cart. Does anybody feel mm. a bit bad for George Lucas? The fact that he wasn't invited was... to that party. I <laughs> know. Oh, why just is he not? Right. I, I just think, think he did. I think I just think he didn't get the memo. I think, I, think the fact, I think he was stood in a dark room with James Cameron the two of them were just crying <laughs> if, uh, fair play to James Cameron who did this week tweet out a picture of the Avengers sinking the Titanic the t- yeah, like, Avengers yeah. symbol yeah. sinking the Titanic yeah in fairness you know that's quite that's good. not morbid at all <laughs> right well that's in real I... just wow jo- I, I don't know what to say it just sounds phenomenal. Genuinely sounds phenomenal. When's the, next, when's the next time you'll be able to go out? Me? I don't know. Yeah. I really don't know. I, um, well, it definitely won't be this year. Oh. Uh, it's unlikely to be next year. I've got, <gasps> like, I know, and I'm genuinely like, for the next two years, I don't think Disney World. It's not going to see no. Galaxy's Edge. So it comes to Disneyland Paris. Pretty right, much. okay. That's pretty much, yeah. <laughs> The chances are I'm going to see it at Disneyland Paris. I'm going to have to wait that long. Because I've still not seen Pandora, you know. Um, oh, my God. Pandora is so No, this is what I mean. Uh, this is how out of the loop I am at the moment. I, I've not even seen Pandora. So I've got oh, Pandora like to do. I don't worry. I've got... I keep thinking if, if that's Pandora, I cannot wait to see Galaxy's Edge. That's uh, fair comment. I think that's really fair comment. It's going to never not be busy, though. Like... I know. Well, I'll take that. I t- I'll take Flipsy it being now. busy. If I can get out there and it's busy, I don't care. That's fine. I'll take being busy just to be able to go to Galaxy's Edge. Oh. Uh, but yeah, it'll be it'll be worth the wait. It'll be worth the wait, people. It'll be worth the wait. He says to himself. Right. Oh, <coughs> oh man, I got a frog in my throat. What's going can on? Can we just say? I just want to say one thing. Yeah. Me and Susan are in what three weeks, Susie Q? Yeah. Paris. Me and. Very first ever official Pride event held at a Disney park. Yes, you are. Disney's magical. And we're out there the week That's before. Exciting. We're out there the week before, so we're out there kind of like from the, the Saturday, and we go home on the Saturday of the Pride event. So we actually go home on the I can't Saturday believe you didn't away. stay for Pride. Well, it was, it's, Unbelievable. It's because we've got the whole family coming, and it was it was Saturday Saturday that we've got our accommodation. Can't before. believe you haven't got your rainbow fairness, flag on and your, your glitter. <laughs> Fairness, well, I wish I was coming for Pride. We had booked oh, this. Oh, you know, there's still space. We had booked this so long ago <laughs> that Pride no, hadn't I'm not even been announced. So, so we were... It's only a couple of weeks away, though. We'll see. We'll see what I can do. We'll see. We'll see. Who knows? Can't wait to give you the so review. Gonna, she's so going to end up there. She's so <laughs> going to end up there. Okay. Right. Okay. So, uh, I think that's... <laughs> well, 
I think that's the, everything for today, which means it's time for... Justice Benina West! Don't know. Oh. Don't know. Don't get started. Anyway, thank you for uh, joining us again this week. Uh, thank you to the crew. Thank you, Susan. Thank you for having me halfway. I'm about to say it's only half a thank you, but it's fine. Thank you, John. <laughs> thank you, Susan. Please go watch Endgame. Yeah, quickly before I will spoil it. I'm going to give you two weeks, and if you've not, I'm going to send you a text with every single spoiler in it. Uh, thank you, Katie. <laughs> I love you all 3,000. <laughs> oh, don't say that! Oh my god, I'll oh. cry! Oh, I can't believe it. Is it me or is Chris Hemworth put on weight? So, um. Lol. Lol, still indeed. Good. Yeah, still good. And. That, can't relate. That arse. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> yes, anyway, we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time for the next show. Uh, if you want to contact us in the meantime, you can email us. It's radio at disneybrit.com. You can go to facebook.com forward slash disneybrit podcast. You can go to at disneybrit on Twitter. And you can also go to uh, at disneybrit on Instagram as well. Uh, if you've got any comments you want to make with regards to uh, Avengers, you want to say something that we've maybe answered a question you think is different, then please feel free to send us through. If you're going to Galaxy's Edge, let us know and let us know what's going to happen uh with regards to you going over and what you know and how excited me. you are yeah go and take john round and he'll get very excited you you'll find john he'll be the one who'll be walking through the galaxy's edge doors screaming at the top of his voice flapping his arms around and taking many photos which is exactly what i think john's probably going to do the moment he walks into galaxy's I'm edge gonna cry. So he can't deny it it's going to happen um and uh yeah that's it i think for today's show so uh have a good couple of weeks everybody uh we'll see you in a few weeks time Thank you, 3,000.